0: Hi everyone, you're listening to Campus Connect at UBC, a podcast dedicated to inspiring conversations with passionate people at UBC. I'm Marion with my fellow connector Richika, here to talk with the brightest minds on campus. Hi everyone, welcome back to a your podcast. You're here with Marion and Rishika, your Campus Connectors. Today we're joined by a representative of UBC UNICEF, Nico, welcome all. Thank you for joining us today. Um, so Nico, would you be able to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Hi, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, well, my name is Nicolas. I'm a fourth year student um, in Sauder. I'm specializing in finance and business technology management. Um, graduating in less than a year, hopefully, uh, and I've been I've joined UNICEF at UBC for over two years now. I initially joined as the vice president of events, um, and recently for the past year, I became the president and have been managing the club in these very uncertain times of COVID. So it's definitely been some interesting an interesting period to you know be the head of such a club in in UBC.
2: That sounds insane. Um, but you sound like you've been managing. Um, would you be able to tell us and the viewers a little bit about UBC UNICEF and your mission?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, well, I mean, let me just start by explaining what UNICEF is as a Um UNICEF is a nonprofit humanitarian organization that focuses on saving children's lives around the globe. UNICEF Canada is one of UNICEF's 36 national committees and it was founded in 1955. Um, and UNICEF Canada main office is located in Toronto, Ontario. So we work essentially as a branch of UNICEF Canada. We have a contact there that manages basically every club in every university and every high school all around Canada. At the end of the year, all the donations, all the money we've made through our events, um, we basically send all of these to UNICEF Canada as a whole. And then they distribute it into all their different um, fundraisers they have going around in terms of our club mission. um, It's very simple. It's uh, every child, every opportunity, no exceptions. Um, That's our, our vision. Sorry. And our mission is to mobilize and empower Canadians to invest in their positive transformation of every child's future. And then, yeah.
0: And that's awesome. I actually did not know all of this. Um, and so how first did you how did you get involved and how did you get your control as president? You mentioned you were a VP event um, at first?
1: Yeah, um well, I grew up in in Peru, which is in South America, and there um inequality is pretty you know it's it's pretty big down there, so you can you help around as much as you can growing up, my family has always been involved nonprofit organizations there's a nonprofit organization called Peru 2021 um, which both of my parents and my brother were part of which basically tried to ensure that um, the united nations sustainable development goals are met or some of them at least are met by 2021 um, now obviously that that date has passed if you know it has changed to peru 2025 or or something like that, but um, I've always been in a family that always likes to help out around the local community. So when I came to UBC, and I was looking to get involved, um, you know, in different clubs, I saw UNICEF as an opportunity. Um, the people that were at the time managing the club were, you know, some very nice girls that I that were also from South America and could speak Spanish. I liked the way that they were leading the club and and you know the reasons behind what the club was doing. Um, So I just joined it to check it out, Um, like I mentioned, like the vice president of events and I ended up liking it so much I thought that I could, you know, keep it growing um, after the ex-president, the vice president left. Um, So yeah, from there on, I've been carrying it from back then with my new vice president.
2: That's amazing. It sounds like you've had quite a journey. So. I guess you're really proud of Unistaff and what you've done with it. So what's one project that really meant a lot to you and that you're really proud of?
1: Yeah, um, this was the COVID-19 fundraiser we had. So we we, we just has, had picked our new executive team like probably like uh, two months before or a month before everything went before all classes went virtual. Um, and we were left as the president, and vice president of, of a club that had never been managed online or virtual before. So all of our went of our events, which were which are usually in person, we couldn't do that. Um, so we needed to think. You know, we needed to think of an innovative way to get people to start donating so we can keep going, um, keep raising donations for the end of the year. So we decided to start this fundraiser with um, some. E-E- ex-UNICEF executives that are alumni right now. Um, They help us basically create a platform where students mostly were gonna donate money by being able to complete a challenge. Back then, you know, everyone was in quarantine back home. So all the challenges started coming out. Um, You know, TikTok started becoming such a huge thing. So we started to plan our fundraiser around that. um, If people could basically do the challenge, they don't necessarily have to donate. The, obviously, donation is voluntary. Um, but more or less, the idea that it was is that um, if you couldn't perform the challenge, you would have to donate to the cause. And we had created a special website for people to come and donate for us. And we raised over $10,000. So it was pretty. It was a pretty, pretty solid um, fundraiser, even though it was all online, it was all virtual. Um, That's one of the things I was the most proud of because also all the communication with the team was all virtual. It was the first time we were all you know, understanding this new type of lifestyle, communicating through Zoom. So the management was a little bit hectic, but at the end of the day, it was really successful. Um, And we also started reaching out to other universities across Canada that had UNICEF clubs within them to be part of this fundraiser. And we were actually able to join 10 different clubs 10 different clubs from 10 different universities across Canada and they basically did the same fundraiser and they all donated to our own website which at the end of the day is the money is going to go to the same place which is UNICEF Canada but UNICEF UBC was basically the face of all of this fundraiser and everyone just was able to hop on it on it and um, yeah I feel like that that will be the highlight of, of um, at least my mandates from since now but uh, yeah <laughs> it was very interesting times that's
0: really impressive especially because like everything online I think all of the clubs are like struggling to like find ways for students to get involved and like just like make them interesting so interested so you really like made the best out of the situation I would say yeah. and and so what initiatives have you found that work best in spreading your club goal and mission like is there initiatives that like just like come back every year or like every term or something like that, that you can work for? Really yeah,
1: well. we have um, a couple of like signature events, so to speak, that we usually like hold every year. One of them is called uh, Red Hands Day, which is in February. Um, basically, this is an event that people honestly just show up. What we usually have is a poster where people paint their hands red and put um, your hand as a symbol to end uh, children's slavery and um children's soldiers all around the world so this started honestly I, I believe it was two or three years ago and it just started as as a normal event but we ended up raising so much money that we said this should be something that we should just do every year um now it's coming up uh, on this february that i believe it was the 18th i'm not I'm, I'm not sure but um now we have to see how we're gonna do that now that everything is virtual But um, besides that, uh, you asked um, what other initiatives like work around students or that gain the most attraction. I would also mention any type of volunteering opportunities. Um, Every time we go to our members and offer them, you know, some type of volunteering opportunity where they can go and help other people out, if it's with respect to helping children, which is what UNICEF um, mostly stands for, amazing. But at the same time, we just offer them any type of volunteering opportunity that involves helping out with a community. Um, We just had our our general members meeting yesterday where we talked about the possible volunteering opportunities for this year. Now that everything is virtual, there's not as many, Um, but there's still some um, ideas or opportunities on campus more specifically that are trying to, you know, raise awareness, create platforms for students to, for example, gain access to scholarships, Um, and just help, you know, the people around the community that we live in today because of COVID, you know, have access to everything that we had before. So we just have to adapt um, to what we're seeing today.
2: That's awesome. It sounds like volunteers get a lot from UBC UNICEF. Um, So what do you guys have exactly planned for the rest of the term or the year if you want to share?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, This is perfect timing. Like I mentioned, we just had our members meeting and we usually try to give them a you know, a run through of how the year or the other term is going to look like. Um, unfortunately, my time as a, as a president um, and the executive team is going to be ending by the end of this term. So it goes yearly, um, so to speak. And well, my vice president is going to graduate, um, I'm going to graduate in December. So it wouldn't be um, fair for the team or reasonable for me to just stay for four months and then leave in the middle of the term. Um, so for the next term, we're planning, like I mentioned, um, in February, uh, a sort of, um, red hand day, we're still planning on the logistics in terms of how we're going to do the posters and whatnot. But in case that doesn't work, we're going to have Valentine's baking. Um, we're going to either contact, um, a chef or a baker that through a Zoom session, um, is going to help us. Bake a cake, bake some cookies with the um, um with the idea of Valentine's in it, right? So essentially, people are gonna be able to have access to the Zoom, um, be able to laugh a little, be able to learn how to cook and bake. It's gonna be real life time, so um, you can just connect from your house as long as you guys have the right ingredients. Um, it's just meant to be a little bit more social. Um, be- besides that, we have many events coming out this term that we're looking to get some. Um, some events going on around around those days. So we have International Women's Day coming up, we have World Health Day as well. Um, For those events, we are just planning to use those dates um, as let's say, excuses, so to speak, to throw different types of events that we can raise donations. So ideas are, for example, some type of fitness class or yoga class or Pilates, anything that um, people all over the world can get access to through a quick Zoom call, Um, because everything in person is still not set. The only event that we have in person or a booth to set up for is for our UNICEF UBC masks. Um, We were contacted by a supplier who um, it was uh, out of nowhere just decided to donate 200 masks for free that have the UBC UNICEF logo on the side. um, And we just started selling them. Um, We are located outside the Nest we are usually boosting every biweekly, so every two weeks. Um, we have all the updates are in our Instagram and our Facebook pages. Um, uh, so yeah, just feel free to to connect and um, you know learn a little bit more about those events. And um, yeah, that's that's more or less the, the idea that we have um, on how ne- next term is going to look like.
0: So you have like a lot planned. That's amazing, especially because of yeah. COVID and. Um, so you mentioned like students can get volunteer experiences and then some like scholarship opportunities and what are the, what are the opportunities that students can get involved in the club or like some executive yeah. hiring for them? Paul? Yeah,
1: so we, we like to have our members help us with events. Like I mentioned before COVID, everything was in person. So we used to allow our members to come and help us boost, uh, you know, help us raise awareness. If we were, for example, having a bake sale, our members could come, they could help us promote, help, they could help us sell. So besides also volunteering opportunities, they had the opportunity to come and help us boost so they can feel, you know, they are a greater part of the club. Besides that, um, we hold our general meetings as a way for members to come, tell us what they thought about past events, what are their ideas about new events coming in the future, some members even have amazing contacts in other clubs that um, you know share the same goals, so to speak, and they you know recommend that we join forces and create a big event between both of us. Um, so it's just really open-ended. Um, once members join Unicef, uh, you know they can help out in any way possible. Right now, like I mentioned, everything is virtual, so it's a little bit harder to get our members more involved besides just you know recommending what things to do or not to do. Um, but something that we did recently open up was, uh, commit, was committees. Um, even though things are virtual, it's actually funny things are, uh, there's actually more work going on behind, behind the scenes than it would be in person. Um, so before we just had two people in our marketing team, um, but because now everything is virtual, we need to have the signs for everything that single thingy we do, someone to manage social media, a lot of different people. Um, therefore, we decided to open up to a committee. So, our group grew from ten executives to over twenty. Um, you know, and, and these people were members of the club. So, we we're just offering them more chances to, you know, be, be part of something bigger, be able to help more. Now that some other opportunities, because of the fact that nothing is in person, um, you know, just able to help out a little bit more as much as they can.
2: That's great. It sounds like members and executives have been working really hard and you guys have been working really hard during this time. Um, I guess my final question is like on a personal note, um, how have you been staying motivated and do you have like any recommendations for students to stay motivated right now?
1: For staying motivated right now? I mean, yeah, uh, just try and keep yourself busy, honestly. you keep yourself busy you always have things to do you won't think about the fact of you know what's going on around you um if you are quarantined at home and can't go out trust me if you are focused on one thing um that takes a lot of if you're learning something new it's going to take the majority of your day um by the time you realize it it's almost night so it's enough time to watch a movie and go to sleep and then repeat um yeah so i guess that would be my goal and then besides that besides being busy is just have um, different sets of goals, things you look forward to um, that just keeps you going no? long term and short term, you know, something, a trip you might be looking for with your friends um, or a job you might be looking for in the future. It'll Just keep you motivated to, you know, keep studying, keep learning, keep doing what you're doing, staying healthy. Um, so yeah, that's what I do personally.
2: That's awesome. That's a great tip. Um, thank you for sharing everything about the club and your personal tips. It's been great to have you. We really appreciate it.
1: No, oh, Thank you for having me again.
2: Thank you. Yeah, um, so goodbye to everyone who's listening. We will come back to you guys on the next podcast and feel free to follow UNICEF UBC. The descriptions and social media links will be in the comments. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Rashika Salvakumar and my fellow connector, Marion Rogers, signing off. See you on the next episode.